This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Frankly Talking every Friday at 6 p.m. Here at 700 a.m. KSEV, the voice of Texas. Like and follow Frank on Facebook.com slash Frankly Talking. Here is your host, Frank Spagnoletti. Hey, 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 it's Frank on Friday night. How are you? Good to talk to y'all. We're ready to go. And Facebook, we're coming with you in a second. Uh, uh, Mauricio is still down in El Salvador, and we are... uh, we're going to plug you in in a minute, but anyway, we're moving forward here. Let me tell you what I want to talk to you about tonight. Uh, anyway, what we're going to start off with is uh, we're going to talk about the uh, cultural revolution. Yeah, the cultural revolution. And where is that cultural revolution? Well, I'm going to start off with talking about the cultural, cultural revolution in... Uh, in China, um, the Cultural Revolution was formerly known as the Great Proletar- Pro- Proletarian Cultural Revolution, was a violent and socio-political purge movement in China from 1966 until Mao Zedong died in 1976. Now, he launched this Cultural Revolution uh, against the, his, uh, the uh, what he thought was the bourgeois at that time in his country, uh, <clears throat> and the founder of the People's Republic of China, uh, Mao Zedong. It stated that the goal was to preserve Chinese communism, and 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 uh, by purging remnants of capitalists. by purging remnants of capitalists uh, and traditional elements from Chinese society and reimpose Mao Zedong, who had been basically ousted at that time as the dominant ideology of the People's Republic of China. The revolution marked by Mao returned to the central position of power to China after the period of less radical leadership to recover from the failures of the Great Leap Forward, which preceded this cultural revolution. It contributed to the Great Chinese Famine, that is, that Great Leap Forward, only five years before, and let's talk about this. The duration was of the Cultural Revolution was 1966 to 1976. And it was for 10 years uh, and 143 days. The uh, People's Republic of China, the motive, you know, the motive was to preserve Chinese communism by purging remnants of capitalist and traditional elements from mainland China's Chinese society. The outcome was economic activity halted, historical and cultural material destroyed, deaths hundreds of thousands to millions of civilians, Red Guards and military deaths 
Exact number is unknown. Property damage to cemeteries of Confucius, the Temple of Heaven, and Ming tombs. Numerous arrests. Why am I talking about this? Well, I'm talking about it because basically this, this so-called uh, cultural revolution was... Uh, the so-called cultural revolution was uh, basically the uh, purging of Chinese society. The launching of the movement in May 1966 with the help of the cultural revolutionary group, Mao soon called on young people to bombard the headquarters and proclaimed that to a rebel is justified in order to eliminate rivals within this communist Chinese party and in schools, factories, government institutions. Mao charged the bourgeois elements had infiltrated the government and society with an arm of restoring capitalism. He insisted that the revisionists be removed through violent class struggle to which China, China's youth, as well as urban workers, responded by forming red guards and rebel groups and, and around, the, around the country. They would begin to hold, to hold struggle sessions regularly and grab power from local governments. Now, what's the point of what I'm talking about here? What they did was they basically tried to purge the country of its prior history. Does that sound familiar to you? Does that sound familiar to what's going on today in the United States of America? Mao called for grassroots socialism. Does that sound familiar to what's going on today in America? In order to accelerate his plans for turning China into a modern industrialized state. In this spirit, Mao launched the Great Leap Forward and established people's communes in the countryside and began the mass mobilization of people into collectives. Does that sound familiar to you? I mean, do, do we, do we, are we, are we like experiencing what, what he's talking about? Are we experiencing, we, I mean, listen to what's going on here. And if you looked at what I had on Facebook today, and of course Mauricio's not here and our Facebook technician is not able to get us connected at this point, but the point is we will be on in a second, I assume, uh, uh, but, but we'll be on a, on Facebook. But the point, what I'm trying to make here is that this cultural revolution is exactly what's happening and was has been promulgated in the United States of America today. There's a cultural revolution going on, and we need to look at exactly what Mao was talking about. Remember what I'm talking about, the period of 1966 to 76, and he talked about the United States of America back then. He talked about it in these terms. He said, now, this is really going to strike you. And call us if you want to talk about it, 281-558-5738. Uh, the struggle of the black people in the United States for emancipation 
is a component part of the general struggle of all people of the world against U.S. imperialism, a component part of contemporary world revolution. I call on the workers, peasants, and revolutionary intellectuals of all countries and all who are willing to fight against the U.S. imperialism to take action and extend strong support to struggle to the struggle of the black people in the United States. People of the whole world unite still more closely and launch a sustained and vigorous offensive against our common enemy, U.S. imperialism, and its accomplices. It can be said with certainty that the competent collapse of colonialism, imperialism, and all systems of exploitation, and the complete emancipation of all oppressed peoples and nations of the world are not far off. Back in 1966 to 1976, 77, Mao was talking about exactly what's going on in the United States today. And what, what, what has been done here, it's, it's a really a crime, and it should be blatantly exposed, is that these socialist communist entities are trying to manipulate a race division which no longer exists in this country. In this country, we, we, are, we are all created equal. We are all, we have been free. And for, you know, I mean, slavery occurred 500 years ago. So, I mean, seriously, are we going to talk about that? I mean, the point is that we've been manipulated by a communist socialist institution. I mean, institutions. And that by that, I mean the CCP as well as the uh, Russia. And we are basically being manipulated to destroy this country at its very roots. Uh, let's, we have a call here on line, uh, on line one. Let's take that call, Steve, on line one. Tracy. Hey, Frank. Hey. You're right on there. I watched the Olympics, uh, opening session today, and it's really scary because one of their most glorious, uh, exhibits was 1,800 drones hanging over the stadium. And, you know, you uh, years ago, you would think that's just beautiful. But, you know, my thought was, are they going to, you know, bomb people like we do in Afghanistan? Are they spying on us? It was quite scary. And then they, they sang the uh, Imagine song by John Lennon. Imagine if there's a world where you had no possession. And it's like, you know, we, we, we love the John Lennon song back in the day, but now it's a socialist anthem. Well, absolutely. And what we have going on, Tracy, is what I'm trying to talk about tonight and where the focus has been right now is on the question of uh, this cultural revolution going on in this country, tearing down the very, very basic, uh, you know, essence of what the United States of America was founded upon which was liberty and justice for all. Now, has it been perfect? It hasn't. But has it been the best that ever existed? It has. 
And what we have is, what I'm trying to do is connect for everybody the concept that this is not by accident what's happening here. What's happening in this country is not by accident. What's happening in terms of uh, the destruction of, the, of, of our society is, is a full-on assault. And what do you think about that, Tracy? What are your thoughts? Well, I think you're right, and I think that, you know, they have these uh, powwows in the desert with the mega mil- mega billionaires, you know, who made a fortune off of COVID, and they're, they want to get rid of the middle class. And I think that if we don't, as Americans, wake up and take over in the midterms next year, it's all over. It won't be just a 10-year cultural wasteland. It'll, it'll be the end of America. Well, this is the point. I mean, the point is, I mean, look, I'm not a party person. I'm not a Republican. And I'm not a Democrat. But the bottom line is I'm an American. And, and, and what I see happening here is un-American. What I mean by American is that we are basically have common beliefs. We believe, you know, in the, in the country— we believe in the nation state of the United States of America. And it's what I'm going to talk about later in this show, because I'm going to talk about the seeding of America that's occurred in, in, in many different ways. But, you know, what we got is a circumstance where the very things that Mao Zedong, Mao Zedong talked about back in, 19, back in the 1970s and 1960s, including this. Under, under, the white population, under the white population of the United States of America, only the reactionary classes oppress the black population. Under no circumstances can they represent the workers, farmers, and revolutionary intellectuals and other enlightened people who form the majority of the white population. Seriously? Is that seriously what we're talking about? Oh, we're going to a break right now, and then we'll come back after that. Tracy, you can hang on the phone, and we'll come right back to you. This is Brian Kilmeade. Tune in every weekday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. for the Brian Kilmeade Radio Show on AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. Nothing is cooler than a Kubota tractor from Lansdowne Moody. No, serious. Work your piece of Texas in air-conditioned comfort. Most Kubota tractor series have optional enclosed climate-controlled cabs all sweaty day long. Crank up the coolness and get going. Get to Lansdowne Moody. Staying cool as a Kubota is easy. With Lansdowne Moody, tackling Texas summer since 1936. Whoa, it's hot. LMTractor.com. Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information that you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Monday through Friday, noon to one, on KSTV, the voice of Texas. With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual urgent care visits are available 24 seven, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist, wherever you are, whenever you need us. To learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. 
When it's time to replace a roof, some people put it off until an emergency arises. This is Deb Tejada from Tejas Roofing, your Houston roofing company. I understand. People tell me it's way too complicated and too expensive. Our customers tell us they wish they would have done it sooner. I hear it all the time. Once the roof is replaced, they wonder why they waited so long because it's really not that complicated. We show up on time, we quote you a fair price, we replace most roofs in just one day. At Tejas Roofing, we take pride in making the process easy. The cleanup is phenomenal. People always comment that it looks like we were never there. And now those customers sleep better at night knowing your new roof has been installed correctly. When you know you need a new roof, don't put it off. Call me now, Deb Tejada at Tejas Roofing, 281-251-0304. Estimates are free, 281-251-0304. When you need roofing repairs, a new roof or remodeling, call us at Tejas Roofing, 281-251-0304. Using meth taught me everything about freedom, only not like you think. It taught me how easy it is to lose your freedom. If you think meth is taking control of you, ask for help. You have the power to be truly free. I know. I'm Jan, and I'm free from meth. If you or someone you know is struggling with meth, call 1-800-662-HELP for 24-hour free and confidential treatment referral. Learn more at samhsa.gov meth. Hi, this is Lewis Flory. You've been relying on Ability Tree Experts for decades to protect and maintain the valuable trees on your property. You can continue to rely on the same professional services. So call Ability Tree Experts at 281-441-4179 today. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Yeah, yeah, Steve. Get me in a good mood, baby. Crank it, baby. Crank it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Put me in a good mood. All right, we're listening live. We'll go back to talking serious stuff. But we need to not forget in our lives to listen to music because... Uh, Oh, I'd like to listen to that music some more, but, but, but I'm doing this show tonight. Anyway, the point is, back in 1966 to 1976, the, uh, the Communist Chinese Party under Mao Zedong was already looking at a way to, to try and div- divide this country and to try and use our our own system against us and we're seeing it live not memorex in we'll fold out in front of us let's take line two here steve it's fred from sci fair hey fred steve Hi. good evening sir hey fred how are you i'm glad to have you call in how are you doing well i'm doing pretty good i told your caller i wanted to congratulate you on your opening monologue because, you know, you missed a few things, but you hit all the main points. I watched all this stuff unravel on 81. You did, my friend. You did, and God bless you. I, uh, if, if you got a second, I want to throw I something do. else in there. I do. I got all the seconds you want. Thank you, sir. In the late 50s, a lot of this stuff started in California. Yep. It wasn't the Chinese. 
there was a Russian agent name was Jim Brown. Uh-huh. <laughs> who, who knows what his name was, but that's what he called himself. And that's when they started agitating in the universities as a masterful step to conquering the United States. And their theory was actually pretty clear. They said if they could get 3% of the population of this country in the right position, they could ruin us. Let's Positions go. were in education, communications, and government. 3% is not very many people. Exactly. And they have succeeded, Frank. Exactly. And my friend and Fred, so, my so, friend Fred, uh, you know, uh, Russia was taken over uh, with with not the majority party when the Reds took over from the whites in Russia. And I don't mean by race. I'm talking about what they call themselves, the Reds and the whites. The whites were the czarists. So, exactly. I mean, and so, I mean, it was like it was with l- way less than. We way less than three percent, way more than three percent of the population in that circumstance. But at the same time, the whites were in the majority, but they still were defeated by the Marxist-Leninists, and that's exactly what is going on here. Keep going, my friend. Tell me what you think. Well, the difference between an American and uh, one worlders is that this country is a unique country, which is founded specifically on Christian principles of right and wrong. Exactly. If you will do a little investigation of the signers of the Declaration of Independence, you find out that over half of them were ordained ministers. That's true That's an well. amazing fact. And it's a good fact. And, and they brought their concept of right and wrong, which are based on biblical principles, well, based on Judea. into this country and organized it through the Declaration of Independence and later documents. And this country was founded, and we shouldn't deny it on Judeo-Christian traditions, okay, and principles. I mean, why why do we have to be afraid of saying that? Go ahead. Well, I really don't know, Frank. You know, it really bothers me because I like to talk to preachers and point these facts out and say, you know, why are you so gutless? Yeah, exactly. And, and they they don't like that very well. I think you and I are probably brothers with different mothers. But <laughs> Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fact. You know, the Christian ethics have even been lost in the churches. I agree with that as well. And I... that bothers me a lot, because to make a comeback, we've got to teach right from wrong. And that's not even taught anymore anywhere except in maybe a family or two. Exactly. And it's the families and it's the family. If we are going to save this country, uh, Fred, we're going to have, it's Fred, right? We're going to have to save. Yeah, we're going to have to save this country from the grassroots up. We're going to have to save it from the local communities, from the local, local counties, from the local parishes in Louisiana, from from the grassroots up and below that, we're going to have to save it from our families. And the attempt was here to to destroy our families. And what they did, Fred, was they basically fed us all fentanyl. 
and you say to me, how is that? I don't take fentanyl, and I can tell you, my friend, that I don't do any drugs and never have. Uh, but the point is, what, they, what, what, what I'm talking about when I say fentanyl, I'm saying they gave us cheap TVs from China. They gave us cheap goods in Walmart. They gave us cheap goods in, in uh, Costco, and it was the... It was the palliative. It was the it was the drug that basically kept everybody quiet and kept everybody in place, and everybody thought they had a good life. And I could tell you that that they thought they were middle class, or they thought they were doing better, but they really weren't because all they were doing was being drugged to be quiet while this country's been taken over in its very essence and uh, and from its roots. That's what I think, yeah, Fred. I, I totally agree with what you're saying there. I mean, my dad paid $500 for a colored TV way back when the first Super Bowl occurred. That would be like, I don't know, thousands of dollars today so that we could see the Super Bowl. And and and, uh, and, ah, that, ah, and that was 500 bucks. and the name of the TV was a Robin by RCA Built in America, okay? But the point, yeah. is, but the point is... Now you can buy a you know seventy two inch screen TV for a thousand dollars and you think you're doing good. You're not doing good. What you I mean I'm sure I mean it helps to, you to enjoy your day to day living and Lord knows we like to do that. But at the same time, all they've done is draw draw a curtain over our eyes as to the stealing of this country and as to the erosion of our very roots and principles. And we need to get back. To what's real, and that and and what's real is belief in God, belief in country, and belief in family. Okay, and with yep. and we we cannot if we forsake that, we're the only bastion of that left in the world. And I'm going to talk about in a little bit how that is being eroded systematically by what's going on with our federal government. What okay, you, well. I enjoy talking to you, Frank. You know, thanks, Fred. Consumption. I appreciate you. Consumption is bad. I thank you, and I appreciate you calling in tonight, uh, Francis Riley. What do you have to say about all this? Well, I think uh, I think Frank, we're talking about it with all this consumerism, all these false idols that has been. You know, we we use false idols to replace, as you said, going back to basics, the fundamentals, and what this country was formed on, which was God, family. And, and, and pride and belief in this country. You look at this so-called cultural revolution that these boys have taken on. I, I break it down into three, three sections. They, they're, they're attacking the government to break down the, the balance of powers. They're, it's a full-scale attack on our society. We're the greatest exporters today of pornography, uh, promoters of abortion. Now we're promoting education for transgenderism. Uh, racism is is you know thrown around and and everybody forgets that a big portion of the civil war was fought over states rights they're trying to destroy the states rights and then the last the last section they're they're attacking is our economy you know this idea of printing money and throwing money at 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 an economy uh on the hopes that somehow it's going to generate productivity is just is another falsehood so we're just looking at a at a an absolute as you said full-out assault. I call it three-prong attack on the government, on the people themselves, and on the economy. Yeah, that's absolutely true. We're going to a break, and then we'll come back right after that, and we'll be taking a call from uh, 
uh, my friend Mauricio from San Salvador. And <laughs> of Texas, AM 700, KSEV. This is Harlan Pickett. My friends at Fessler believe in the old saying, what goes around comes around. By helping people at no cost to them, many times they can retire earlier than expected with an income they cannot outlive. GoFessa at GoFessa.com. We help Americans retire. Hey, this is Eric. And I'm Adrian, and we are Black Pumas. We partnered with Domestic Texas to turn up the message, keep Texas clean. Let's step it up, guys. Together, we can keep Texas litter-free. Don't mess with Texas, y'all. Peace. Sponsored by TexDot. Charlie died after taking a single pill that turned out to be counterfeit. He was having back issues, and it was a counterfeit poisonous pill. Websites and social media selling fake medicines may look legitimate, but they're not. Drugs from these rogue pharmacies could have fillers like sawdust or deadly fentanyl. He died in less than 15 minutes after taking the pill. Now there's a free tool that can give you peace of mind. At safe.pharmacy, enter the pharmacy web address and you'll know if the site you're using is safe. If you're not getting your prescriptions from a legitimate source, that next dose you take could be your last. We just don't want other people to go through what we're going through. It's just horrific. Go to safe.pharmacy. Find out about fake medicine on social media and if the site you're buying from is safe. For many years, the Pine Box has been helping families gain insight into the often confusing and extremely expensive task of arranging a loved one's funeral. I have worked with Pine Box in the death of two family members because I know I can trust Chip Beresford at the Pine Box. He's the owner. To be sure that he walks me through that process and that I am prepared for the funeral and that I get the quality I seek without breaking the budget because it's a very difficult thing. No one wants to feel like a cheapskate handling a funeral of a loved one, but you also can't afford to go broke either. You know, funerals are statistically the third largest expense in someone's life. The Pine Box sells the same caskets and funeral merchandise that is offered at funeral homes, but at a tremendous savings, and delivery is immediate and free within the Houston area. Stop by one of the three Houston locations or visit their website, thepinebox.com, or call Chip directly at 1-888-PINE-BOX. That's 1-888-PINE-BOX. I trusted them, and you can. The Pine Box. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just gotta hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. KSEV and its advertisers want to thank you, the listeners, for all your continued support. Without you supporting our advertisers, there would not be a Voice of Texas. We stand behind our clients, and if you're looking to boost and grow your business, join the great team at KSEV and its loyal audience by calling a member of our sales staff at 281-588-4800. That's 281-588-4800. KSEV, loyal listeners and dependable advertisers are the Voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV.
Alright, we're back on the air. We're listening to some uh, music here by The Who. But I really can't rock out with you tonight because uh, even though Steve wants me to. Who <laughs> uh, uh, And even though my soul wants me to, I've got to talk. Because I'm frankly talking. Here we go, Steve. Let's go. I'm sorry. I can't listen to the rest of this. I love it, though, baby. <laughs> anyway, um, let's take Mauricio. He's calling in from El Salvador on line one. Hello, Brian. Hey, Mauricio. You sound loud and clear here, brother. Am I uh, loud and clear on Facebook as well? Because we don't have any video. I, I put the audio, uh, unfortunately, the, the video signal is a little bit weak, but I connect the audio, and I have a, a group of people here that are listening to the show. Uh, they speak English, so they understand everything that you are saying, and they agree with you. Well, good. Well, I, I want to talk to the people of, uh, I'm going to talk to the people of El Salvador, and, and all, I have to say, and I've said it before, if it wasn't for Hispanic people, who believe in their families, believe in God, and believe in principles of right and wrong, this country, the United States of America, would be gone already. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. And one thing that they want me to tell you is they want to highlight the, the work of President Najib Bukele from El Salvador. They are very grateful. We saw the last two days a lot of groups of uh, troops from United States here. here in San Salvador because they are helping President Bukele and something called Phase Number Four, and it's the way the the U.S. Um, Marines and the U.S. Army um, are helping and training the local soldiers to fight to the to the MS-18 and to the and other gangs members, so the, the, the country is really safe right now, and you can see very active uh, U.S. military here in, in San Salvador. Well, we love the people of El Salvador, and uh, we welcome them. We welcome into the United States of America whenever they want to come. And uh, but you know, the people you're talking to would want to come in a legal way, so that we would all they could be citizens and be be come through the front door rather than coming through the back door, and we appreciate them. We appreciate their country. We appreciate their beliefs because we know that they are God-fearing people, and we know that they believe they believe in the same principles that founded the United States of America, and we need their support because we are in a fight for the life of, of the United States of America. Yes. Also, in, in the personal view, I miss to... Thing with you guys, squeeze back. <laughs> what did he say? He said he wants to sing with a squeeze box. Oh, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there in a minute. Okay, we'll do that. Thanks, Mauricio. I appreciate. I appreciate the call. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for everything you do, Frank. Thank you. you okay. Work. Thank you, and and Viva El Salvador, huh? <laughs> we a couple of weeks more, but. I am enjoying everything, and I am going to bring a bottle of Siwatan rum. All right, well, the, the Crown Royale. You you do not have to twist my arm for to have some Salvadorian rum. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, brother. Appreciate okay, brother, you. Thank you. 
What I would like to talk about right now, though, is this. Let's get serious in terms of what we're talking about. And you can call us at 281-558-5738. Look, the administration is secretly enlisting military to resettle the illegal immigrant migrants. Now, let me stop there. Why are we calling all these people all of a sudden migrants? Hmm. We're changing our words, okay? They're illegal aliens, Okay. They're not migrants. This is not a question of the world. Everybody can migrate everywhere. If they say that, I'm going to migrate to Sweden or Norway or someplace. I'm just going to show up and say, hey, I'm a migrant. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I came over here on a boat here. I came over. I just kind of went to England and I got a little boat. And I come over here to Sweden. I'm a migrant. I, I deserve to be here. Are you kidding me? These are nation states. And nation states are the way we are designed. And that's the reason it was Brexit in Europe. Because people believe in their countries and they believe in their cultures. And we don't need to apologize for it. The United States of America doesn't need to apologize for being the United States of America. Never. We should never lead from behind. Because we're the only thing that leads from the front. And if you're Swedish, you get you know, you should love your country and you should you should believe in your nation state and Norwegians. And the reason it was Brexit for England was because they believed in their nation state. So this is ridiculous. In the United States of America, we're illegally settling, resettling illegal migrants around the country. Our military is making military lifts to various parts of the country to resettle people coming across the border illegally. Mm. Uh, no. I think I said seeding the country. We're seeding the country with people. We're seeding these, and most of these people are going to states that are like perhaps red states. And again, I'm not political. I don't care about red states, blue states. I care about the United States of America. But these these resettlements happen to be going to red states in order to maybe change the population of those of those states, in order to change the cultures of those states. I mean, Obama brought in Somalis into Minnesota and and into other other uh, Midwestern communities which totally changed the makeup and voting of various parts of that country to the point where we wind up with Ilhan Omar and we wind up with Talib from Midwestern states because they brought in people from these countries that are not culturally attuned to the principles of the United States of America. When my immigrant family came in legally through Ellis Island, they wanted to be American to the point where they would not even allow their native language, either German or Italian, to be spoken. They wanted their sons to learn the English language in order to be American. Instead, what we're doing is ceding this country to be un-American. This is a systematic movement to seed the country to become un-American. What do you think about that, Francis? Raleigh? I think it's ridiculous. I think if you took a look at our, our homeless population, 
uh, the population that we have that's addicted to, to, to whatever, could be drugs, could be alcohol, that have lost their homes. You know, these are American citizens, and, and, and they're in a bad way. And these are tax dollars, and we should be, if, we're, if our military is going to help anybody, it should be helping ourselves. We don't need to be helping. If we have Lanyap, after we do that, to help for, foreign, you want to call them migrants? I'm going to call them illegal aliens. But we need to put America first. We need to put Americans first. This is nonsense. These people are suffering. And we have people coming across the border that are taking precedent over, over these people, many of, of, of whom are, are, are ex-military uh, or veterans. Uh, these are upstanding people that have, have, have had run into some, some terrible situations in their life. Why are we helping those people, Frank? Well, let me tell you this. I mean, I mean we're not only doing that, but, but I mean, in addition to that, what we're doing is we're basically, we're basically uh, allowing people from all kinds of countries to sneak across the border regardless of whether they are criminals, regardless of what their background is, regardless of what their health condition is. I mean, we're seeding the country. We're requiring Americans to take, they're pushing vaccines on all the Americans around the country. You must take the vaccine. You must take the vaccine. Well, that's fine. But in the meantime, you've let in 1 million people with no test on COVID at all. I mean, I know if I have to travel to Europe or I want to travel somewhere, I at least, at least, at the very minimum, if the country will let me in, I have to take a COVID test. That we're letting in a million illegal aliens into the United States with no test at all. And then we're letting them go around the country and, what, spread the variant? Spread the new COVID? Or whatever. I'm not saying these people, there's something wrong with them, but I'm just saying... They may be infected, and we don't know, and we don't test them, and we don't care to test them, yet we treat the American citizens telling them they need to mask up because there's increased COVID. Well, maybe there's increased COVID because you're increasing the number of people who don't even have any tests that are coming into the country. I mean, it's so offensive to me. And now we're going to take a break. <laughs> Good. You need to take a breather, brother. <laughs> and then I'm going to come heart, back. No heart attacks tonight, Frankie. <laughs> and call us at 281-558-5738. <laughs> Here's a squeeze box you stand on her head. When daddy comes home, she never gets no rest. Pussy's playing all night. And the music's, and the music's all right. Mama's got a squeeze box there and it never sleeps at night. Yeah, Steve, rock it, baby. KSEV, the flagship station of true conservative talk radio. AM 700, the voice of Texas. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Dan, welcome back to the Brian Kilmeade Show. Hey, it's great to be with you, Brian, and we're honored to have you on KSEV AM 700 in Houston. Governor, so many people sit outside border states and want to tell us what you think. The polls show Texas is about 50-50 on building a wall. Uh, where do you stand? I'm all in because I know the fact, and I know it's not a manufactured crisis. It's a manufactured cover-up by Pelosi and the Democrats. The Brian Kilmeade Radio Show, every weekday morning from 9 to 11 on AM 700 KSEV. Serving my country required sacrifice. Sacrifice that changed my life forever. I remember the day I came home. Because of my injuries, this house wasn't right for me anymore. 
I remember the narrow doorways, the small bathrooms, the shelves out of reach when in my wheelchair. Every day was full of obstacles. I felt trapped. I remember a better day, the day my family received a specially adapted custom home from Homes for Our Troops. That day changed everything. Now we have a safe and accessible home to enjoy the freedom I fought for. This place, our home, is exactly what we needed to rebuild our lives. Homes for Our Troops builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post 9-11 veterans and enables them to rebuild their lives. Join our mission at hfotusa.org. Want to get really growing? Arborgate Soil Complete and Arborgate Blend provide a one-two punch that simply works. 80% of a plant's success rate depends on what's below the ground. Start with Organic Soil Complete. It's handcrafted from organic materials, including vegan compost, rose soil, and expanded shale. Perfect for your beds or containers and is available by bulk or in bags. Then feed your plants with our Organic Blend plant food. It's time-released and will not burn. Made with composted poultry litter, organic matter, calcium, molasses, and 11 species of mycorrhizal fungi. Sound delicious? Your plants will think so. This powerful organic combo designed especially for gardening success in our area will energize your green thumb as never before. So head out to the Arbor Gate, located in Tomball on FM 2920, a mile and a half west of Highway 249, or visit us online at arborgate.com. Naomi Mathis, an Air Force veteran. I'm Adam Greathouse, United States Army. Greg Gatson, Colonel, United States Army. When I came back home, I realized something wasn't right with me. I was wounded as a battalion commander. I thought I was going to be stuck there. I thought everyone forgot me. Hi, I'm Senator Mark Kelly. This year, make sure our veterans get the support they need and deserve. Let's take the time to thank those who put everything on the line for us. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters in this station. Your smartphone is now your radio. All you need is a KSEV app. And with one click, you're listening to KSEV. Anytime, anywhere. No static, no boundaries. Go to the Android Marketplace or the iPhone App Store. Search KSEV. Select the KSEV app. It's free and it only takes a couple of minutes. Listen to KSEV. It's easy with the KSEV app. More details at ksevradio.com. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, Steve, you're tired of this song, but we're going to sing it. There's one thing you can always find. You got to saddle up your horse. You got to draw a hard line. Just one those settles, you're getting a victory tour, and then we'll be back at the local salute. We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces and Mauricio. Here for our horses. For my man. Be from my horses. Yeah, there you go, Mike. I mean, Steve, Francis, whatever the hell your name is. Okay, this is what I want to talk about. I was talking about seeding the country, and then what I'm talking about here is I couldn't believe this. They found in July. 
there was a, in Beijing, in Beijing, China, there was a vet that dies of monkeypox, a monkey B virus, which has a 70 to 80% fatality rate, okay? That's in Beijing. Ah, what the hell? It's only in Beijing. Well, COVID started in China, and guess what? Monkeypox is in the U.S. The CDC is monitoring 200 people in 27 states and other countries for monkeypox. I mean, is this the existence we're going to have? And do we trust that the monkeypox is not coming from the same place where the Wuhan virus came from? Wuhan? Why is it right now that we're getting monkeypox? They say that it came from a Nigerian who crossed the border illegally in South Texas, and he was diagnosed with monkeypox. Well, one way or the other, whether it's the Chinese or whether it's the U.S. government, which, quite frankly, I can't tell the difference in them right now these days. Um, they're seeding the country. They're seeding the country with, with, with people who have not been tested, either for security reasons, either, because, either for criminality, or, or for health reasons. And yet they'll take these folks, and they'll put them on military planes, give them U.S. taxpayer money and move them around the country in order to, uh, I don't know what, seed the country. Seed the country. And that's why I'm telling you that monkeypox and COVID and seeding the country have a lot in common. It's not only seeding the country with people, it's seeding the country with the viruses it's see, because they will keep, keep us in a continuous state of fear and a continuous state of lockdown and a continuous state of control until, basically, we have no freedom left. And you can call us at 281-558-5738 if you want to talk about that. Go ahead, Francis Riley. What do you uh, I got a question for you, yeah. for you, Frank. Why, yeah. why do you think you know, we just had this infamous G7 meeting over in uh, in England, why do you think the countries as a group haven't come out and, and, and spoke out about gain-of-function research? Why hasn't gain-of-function research been outlawed across the globe? Well, I can answer that. All right. The reason why gain-of-function research hasn't been outlawed is because the gain-of-function research has been promulgated by the United States of America's federal agencies, not by the people of the United States of America, not by the government, so-called elected government of the United States of America, but by the United States of a government, America, a federal agencies. And these agencies, these agencies have basically promulgated gain-of-function research, honestly, I mean, my own personal issue per perception is is because uh, 
They wanted to change the United States of America, and they wanted to change the world. The Great Reset and Build Back Better, all these themes out of Davos, they wanted to change America. They needed to do away with Trump, and they basically found a way to do it. And that is what I think. That's my own personal opinion, but it sure sounds like that to me. Because gain of function serves no purpose. I mean, now I heard that in Antarctica they took ice samples. I saw that last night on the news. They took ice samples and they've gotten them frozen with more viruses that are being held in Ohio. That the Chinese government took ice samples or the Chinese, you know, whatever they are, scientists, took ice samples and <clears throat> from glaciers and are freezing them and have them held in Ohio. And what's the purpose of all this? Why can't we just let God be God and let us be humans and be done with this? And that's the end of the show. I'm sorry that it was like the way it was, but that's the way I feel. So anyway, have a good night. Have a good weekend. And Steve, I love the music, baby. <laughs> <laughs> listening to Frankly Talking here on 700 AM KSEV. Listen us next week, like every Friday at 6 p.m. on Frankly Talking, a radio show for Texas with your host Frank Spagnoletti.